You know, it's going to be one of those days when Juan, the Aztec patriarch, is in the house, which you should follow his uh, homeless in San Francisco uh, Instagram page where he takes pictures and videos of predominantly white people. Let's be honest. <laughs> Some about that's almost where the Pacific Northwest starts, right? San Francisco, it's not as dry and warm as San Diego or L.A. You start getting into liberal white people territory, right? San Francisco, right? That's that's probably the southern border. They're Texas. And you get all the way up to Vancouver, British Columbia. We'll loop in the Canadians with this. Where do all the crappy white people go? Oh, the Pacific Northwest. And it is. I've noticed one. Everyone's, oh, minorities. There's White people are in this Olympics of, of, of pooping in the streets, too, you know. Don't count us out. We want to defecate and urinate and, and crap in the streets just as much as any other race of people. And by God, if you don't believe it, go to Seattle, Portland, and San Francisco. Those are our three main entrance into the Olympics of defecating, uh, urinating people. One's already here. It is the Clary podcast. This is going to be my, I don't have it in me. I just don't. I really don't. I got a, a, a what is not a crisis, not an existential. I hated that. Adults with a ooh, existentialism. What is that? Do you guys ever bother explaining that? The academics, uh, I, I, this is so, it's so important that you young kids understand that old people don't know what they're talking about and they will use overly complicated words to make themselves more intelligent. Like paradigm, when that came out in the late, oh, the paradigm, the zeitgeist. Do you mind explaining to us what the hell that means? We have this rubric. I have a rubric. You mean an outline for the class or the class notes or whatever it was? We have a rubric. Oh, tell me you're an idiot without telling me you're an idiot. You know who uses people that? People who use rubrics are idiots. We have a rubric. Okay, just say you're lazy and don't want to work for a living. You can tell like anyone who uses those words, paradigm, zeitgeist, rubric, morons, all morons. People you shouldn't listen to, people you shouldn't trust. Mean the class outline? Why didn't you say so? Anyway, um, I, I there's no other way. It's not an existential crisis, but it's it's kind of that to do list is getting real thin. I literally only have uh, a, a trench to dig for a um, retaining wall. That's it. Then it, things go kind of to a normal state. I know what to do. Then I go play, hike, and all that. Uh, but it's been kind of cool and rainy in the Black Hills. So there hasn't been a lot of opportunity to hike. Snow is still melting, so it's muddy up in the hills. So you got to do canyon or go out to the Badlands. I got plenty of stuff to do, but it's weird why I wake up like, okay, we're going to, well, the engine's still revving at 80-hour work week, weeks right now. And then I'm like, well, and I can't put, I can't dig the trench too early because the rain would, there might be rain. I'm not, let me, let me back it up. Let me show you, well, let me show you what it's like to be a middle-aged man. Okay. Here's what it's like to be a middle-aged man. I got to put in a retaining wall, you know, cause that's what middle-aged guys do. The wives, the women aren't going to do that. 
they're unaware that like uh, erosion would erode the foundation of the house away in these key pillar and support areas. So we got to shore them up a little bit. And that was my impersonation of every middle-aged woman ever. So I go to the homie depot, which we don't have here. It's called the Menards and the Lowies. All right. So I go to the, the Menards because they had 11% off. Another middle-aged man thing to do. And I go and I have to pick the the types of bricks I want. And uh, I somewhat foolishly brought the, the GF along because I don't care what the color bricks are. I'm like, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. What color bricks do you want? Dude, never give a woman a choice. They they will. You just adult children, literally adult children who just abdicate any concept of responsibility and decision. And like, hey, I don't want my life spent here at the Menards. Choose an effing color and let's effing go. But then see, once you grant them the uh the choice we well, gotta honor that contract right because i try and be moral and there's, there's some analysis and this and that well what about this uh okay and then i, I do the math like the big bricks you gotta dig the trench tw twice as wide <clears throat> it's not that tall of a retaining wall so it doesn't have to be these monster bricks i'm like oh that's a two foot wide trench no way <laughs> going with little bricks so we're stuck over there for 30 minutes picking brick colors and it just, just, I'll tell you guys, before you build a house with a woman, right? You, you don't even, I'm, I'm debating whether like, okay, I don't care what the kitchen looks like. Here's the kitchen. I don't care what the bathroom looks like. As long as I got my own sink and a double headed shower and you leave me, you know, that's my stuff. There's your stuff. They'll still drag out the process. A, a house will never get built. Nothing will get built. If you give like any modicum of control and decision-making ability or choice. Ah, okay, okay, all right. Here's how it looks. Hey, look, a house. <laughs> so um, after a little bit longer than I'd like, we kind of finally said like, okay, yeah, that's the right color. That looks good. So I ordered the bricks. I go back to the, the Menards. I go to the pro desk or their building materials desk. I did the math, a lot of math involved. How many bricks do I need? Length, width, height, <clears throat> you know, fourth grade math, which you know, college graduates can't even do because you don't know how compound math works. And I need two pallets of bricks, two pallets. And they say unto me, all right, we could deliver that by the 27th. I'm like, you don't have them in your yard right now? I was out there. I saw two pallets of the stuff. You can't have Frank go take the forklift, put it in the truck, drive it over to my place, put it at the bottom of the hill or the slope. The 27th. So now it's like, okay, the 27th. So I can't take the trench now because it might rain. So there's like, I let me tell you my dream. <clears throat> my dream is to have nothing on my to-do list, which is not possible. I know that. But no major projects. Nothing that had, you know, no major projects on the to-do list, except for daily work and activity and chores. So that when I complete my daily work activities and chores by no later than noon, I have from noon until 10, 30, 11 at night. I want whatever I want. That's my life. That's my goal. And you can't, there's that retaining wall. It's got to get done. The support beams will be wiped out over 10 years time of erosion. 
<clears throat> it's got to get done, but now it's delayed. And it's like, oh, but I could, most of the, by the way, if you've ever put in a retaining wall, most of the work is obviously digging the trench. The easy part is just stacking up the the bricks. But I can't, I can't tackle it. I got to wait. And so sometimes it, it's like, okay, don't, don't, don't take the bait. Wait, wait, rain could come in and wipe it out. Just wait, wait until the bricks are delivered. No reason to start before that. And so that's where you come out. You're like, oh, and I look at the dude to-do list. It's like, it's nothing to do but have fun. And you think that'd be a joy. It, it F's with your head because you've been stuck working your ass off the entire time. Your mind and your body gets accustomed to it. And you feel like utter crap if you don't work, if you don't bang it out, if you don't complete a project. And everything else, it's like, finally, like we're putting the final coating touches of the paint on the fighter plane I built. And now it's like, okay, now it's time to fly this thing. Like, fly? Wait, don't we have to fix an engine? Don't we have to install some rudders? Where we go? What's going on? What do you mean fly? Enjoy this life? What? So now, yesterday was a perfect example. It was raining. There was nothing to do. We couldn't do anything outside. Finished up with kind of all my stuff. Did some consulting. We're going to get to that later. And I'm like, okay, what do you do? <laughs> wow. So I went to town. I got the mail. Now you know. Now it's like, oh, I see what the old people are talking about. I see it. I see old people. I am one of them. I went to the post office. And then I went to the grocery store. And then I, I got bored and I went to crumble cookies. I got a crumble cookie as a treat. Then I went to the coffee store. I was like, oh, my God. And the reason, the reason it's that, that's your life. The reason it's that is because everybody else is still working. That includes old boomers who didn't save up enough money. And also the people who are old and out of shape. Oh, you think the boomers are out of shape? You think you, you old timers, like, well, we can't find anyone to keep up. His tennis arm went. Now we're playing ping pong. Right? Dude, can you imagine the millennials and Gen Zers with their morbid obesity? Can you imagine how early they're going to conk out physically? They're not even going to make it to 60. There's always that running guy, you know, like Tom Selleck running on the beach in Miami Vice. Not Miami Vice. Magnum P.I. Yeah, you could stay in shape as an older man, right? Sure, you could get out there. You could golf. I've seen the old timers golf, and those guys are in shape. Dude, that ain't going to happen. Certainly the millennials. Uh, my... Uh, my Jared Gen X, we're going to be in between, obviously. But you guys are going to have knee problems at 47. <laughs> you guys are going to be, you're going to be on rascals and 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 uh, oxygen tanks before you see your 55th birthday. And there's no one, no one who's going to be able to enjoy a retirement when they all get older. Americans alive today are not going to enjoy the retirement because there ain't going to be one. And even if you get lucky enough to save up the money, you're going to be so out of shape and so fat and so disgusting. You wouldn't be able to enjoy it. And so there I am like, okay, there ain't no hiking club. I already looked into that. I was thinking about starting up like a hardcore hiking club out here. Uh, it's rainy. You can't that the weather also plays a role in it. So, you know, a good several months the winter makes it that you can't go outside. There's some skiing and whatnot. Like, wow, this is it, huh? This is how it ends. 
getting roll call over at security and in, in the college, the U of M police would get roll call, roll out. Here we are. All right, let's roll out. Go. You got that something. There was a mission. <clears throat> And there was a mission in the job. There was also a mission to get out of college as quickly as possible and get a career and a job and then go work and make a lot of money. I knew this would effing happen. God dang it. I forgot to turn it off. <laughs> you got to hit the code to turn it off because you nerds in Silicon Valley make you just can't turn off a damn phone. <clears throat> anyway, that's it. There you go. Okay, you can play video games now. <laughs> but back in, in the day, like there was like, okay, we're all in this together. We're all stuck in college. We're all poor. Our goal is to get out of poverty and make a lot of money. And then we're going to go to nightclubs. And you didn't realize what a waste it all was, college chasing girls at nightclubs. But there was a mission. There was agency. There was a goal. And you shoot through that stratosphere and you make orbit. You're like, hey, I made it. There's nothing out here. So few people actually made it into orbit and outer space. Their, their space shuttles and their rockets are crashing and blowing up. They're going back to Earth. They're grounded. No one's coming up here. They're all stuck. Oh, he got divorced. He had more kids than he could afford. That guy didn't major in the right thing. And so, yeah, be careful what you wish for. I've said this before, especially if you guys follow the advice here. You, Especially in combination with remote work and self-employment there's going to be guys getting to this level in their 30s like, what the hell because <laughs> you're going to travel a lot that's my next step i'm going to go out to asia travel a lot but man just and i gotta stick around here and kind of finish touches on the houses gotta finish okay gonna but it's like holy cow but yeah, once once it gets warm and it ain't raining, Cappy's gonna go out, do the hiking and the motorcycle. I'll, I'll be very happy. But I was like, wow, this is it, huh? This is it. So I don't have a lot of juice in me. It's just kind of yeah, yesterday's just wandering around Rapid City, like, oh, okay. You walk in, you start window shopping. Oh, what is that? Is that a trinket? You go to antique stores because it's kind of like a museum. You see old things people used to own. You get all depressed and existential using that word again. Like someone thought this had value. But what the life was like. Now they're dead. And here's this thing, this husk left over, this trinket they had. I don't know. It's a music box. It's a set of dishes. It's a piece of art. Like there was all this humanity that existed. Did they wander downtown Rapid City too? Did did they have a, like, oh, did, did that guy's wife get fat and he, like, let his knees go and ever then they stop having sex at about, you know, 39? Did they have separate beds? Is this what life was about? Where is everybody? Why ain't anybody doing it? So the good news is, this is the good news. Not only do we have Atham, we have the Vlad Elkins coming out here in about 48, certainly 48 hours, 24 hours more likely. And then the great one is still here. He hasn't moved out yet. And I was thinking, okay, it might rain. But if I went to the homie depot and got three more shovels, we can make quick work of this trench. <laughs> and guy, I know Vlad Elkins, this is the house. I, I'm not joking. I'm actually thinking like, hmm, if we, we can make quick work of it, I think in an hour we could dig that trench. And so I'm going to run it past the guys first. I don't want them to come here for vacation. 
but um and and Athen being Mexican and the great one being you know blue collar labor, these guys would be accustomed to it. But Chad, wouldn't that be interesting to try some manual labor for once in your life? Wouldn't that be kind of fun? <laughs> Mr. MBA CPA, would do you know how a shovel works? You're gonna I'll give you some gloves, we'll, we'll protect your your gingerly little hands. <laughs> uh, but no, I think we got a work game going on. We just, you know, we just start digging them. Get done with it. I'd be like, it's done. It is finished. And then a big torrential rain comes in and undoes all of our work. Ah, dang it. I'd have to go get tarps then protected. <clears throat> yeah, Chad, nope. Never you've never did you have to have done physical labor. You've had to have done physical labor. Guarantee your old man made you do it. Um uh, let us go through sponsors very quickly. Not all of them. Academic Composition. Go to academiccomposition.com. If you don't want to do your homework and write papers for your prereq classes, have nothing to do with your college degree, contact Alex and his crack team of writing staff. Alex is also always hiring writers and marketers. And don't whine about the pay or the nature of the job. You could do it remotely. And there you go. Uh, also right here, <clears throat> doc mailed me this as the guy asked like, Hey, do you have the old thumbnail? What chat all your original podcasts on? I didn't realize it, but we're coming up on 10 years of podcasting. I, I this, and I said, I, you know, it's maybe somewhere buried in some backup discs I got, but I don't think I got it. And he's like, well, if you could find it. So I emailed doc, I said, Hey doc, do you got it? Cause he's more organized than me. He's like, yeah, there it is. Doc has it. <clears throat> So he's, he sent me a backup. This is $100. Why are you charging $100? Because I don't have time. I would not say this is worth $100, but value is subjective. Right? Some of this guy paid $100 to have me put it together, mail it out. So I'm like, okay, there's a market. So if you guys wanted like the original 80 episodes of my podcast starting in 2013, I got it right here. You are paying me to sacrifice my time pursuing other items that I value at $100 per hour, whether that's actual consulting and money, <clears throat> lost labor, or I don't know, wandering around depressed in Rapid City buying crumble cookies, getting coffee because it's too rainy to go do anything else outside. So uh, I have it if you want. It's 100 bucks. It really is just to compensate me for my time because I got to go buy DVD, uh, DVDs, thumb drives. I got to put it on there. And I got to mail it. And that's really the pain in the ass going because I got to drive all the way up to Rapid City and drop it off at the mailbox there. Um, Hermosa is like, it's a good 20 minutes away. Of course, I always loop in other chores with it and errands, <clears throat> especially going to the Lowe's and the homie Depots. But there you go. We have that. Uh, the menu Life Without the Opposite Sex is available now on Audible. If uh, you are smart, if you're intelligent like me and you don't like reading physical books because it forces you to sit down and not do anything, you are aware you have that extra three IQ points that says, hey, you know what? I'm going to die. We're going to die. And you're like, I don't want to sit reading a book made of paper in a chair. I want to go out hiking. I want to go out doing something. I want a road trip. I want to smoke a cigar. I want to clean out the garage. You can now listen to it on Audible. Recorded by the famous Jack Napier, um, who, based on his last podcast, I didn't listen to. It sounds like he's dropping out of the manosphere or he's doing something else. So I don't know. 
but uh, so that is available for sale now. Is and that's my first book available in all formats: paperback, Kindle, Audible, and hardcover. And the hardcover again, right here. It is actually like a menu. This came out exactly as I wanted. Uh, it was very nice, very nice. And I wanted now that we have hardcover. I was thinking. Um, I, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't uh, write for the blog much anymore because there's just no time. But uh, if you guys remember Captain's Quarterly, which is available for sale in paperback, uh, what I want to do is kind of a a Playboy magazine type of thing where I back instead of like backing up my blog with big thick tomes, I just copy and paste in it, and, and which took some effort. <clears throat> I would go find a model kind of like Playboy and like have them dress up in PG thirteen because I don't think Amazon allows. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. But that's not that's not the style I wanted to go for. And there'd be like, you know, pinup stuff. And the real risque stuff is I had um, the, the one model who I could find that showed up on time and did what she said she was going to do. I said, you really want to piss off the left. You really don't want to be sexy and saucy and naughty. Dress like a housewife. And she did. She like had she dressed in a, a very pretty 50s dress. She's standing in front of an oven. <clears throat> that's real porn nowadays. Uh, and I would have loved to have another model. And I, we do have some gals floating around, but the girls are like, yeah, I understand, I understand you're shy, you're bashful, or you're modest. Or maybe you just don't have the body for it, which is another thing. <clears throat> but I always wanted to like have that backed up in a classy way where there'd be an article and there'd be a, a classy pinup. And then there'd be another article, another classy pinup. And the only existence of that is Captain's Quarterly, which is available on Amazon. And it's color too. It's very nice. I, I was, I was a, it was a work of art. I would say, as opposed to just writing. <clears throat> but now we got the hardcover. I'm thinking, like, man, that might be something to try to resurrect. Oh, what's the supply chain issue? Pretty girls doing what they said on time. Oh, good luck. That ain't happening. So, if there are any pretty girls who want to volunteer, I would obviously pay. You know, it, it could create a little nice something. Then when you're old, I remember when I was beautiful and I, I posed in some risque but tasteful outfits. Grandma, look at that. Holy cow. Who's this author? Oh, he's long dead because women outlive men. But then they were... <laughs> I got a question for you gals. Do you ever, like the older gals, do you ever regret not availing yourself of your youth in that way or capacity? Like you could have done some like little cute, you know, calendar for your husband or you could have wore lingerie. You could have, you could have done something to celebrate your, your beauty when you had it, but now you're old and you didn't like, do you like, Oh, I know no one will ever admit that. We'll never admit. Uh, oh, I got to do the Vela Wave. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let me get to that. Where'd it go? Uh, Here. I got to add this to the list. Hang on. Just bear with me. Mm. Boom. All right. I'll put it in the chat. There's also the VeloWave bike, the good men and women at VeloWave Company. Uh, sponsor me. And I got myself the Prado S electric bike. And uh, combined with my Jackery 1000 solar panel charging system, I'm able to get myself 12 miles of a range. 
with that bike. And so I'm going to test it once it gets a little bit warmer and see if it could charge up a couple of these hills out in the Black Hills. But that is available for sale. I put the link down there below. Use the discount code Aaron to get $200 off. And uh, I have quickly concluded the best use of that bike is for a commuter bike. Whereas if you live 10 miles away and you want to get a little bit of exercise, you want to save money on gas. Perfect. Or you live in a downtown metro area or something like that. You self-employed, just want to go to the grocery store and back. That's the perfect thing. Maybe not my model of bike, but it is the perfect type of bike to get where you plug it in, bring the charger with you. You're at the office for eight hours, plug it in and then have your boss pay for your commute. There it is. Boom. Done. Do you like paying $4 a gallon in gas? I don't. So get yourself a VeloWave bike. I linked it below. Uh, all right, that's it. Um, let's go to Super Chats real quick. We're going to go through fan mail. Just got to clean out my email. Like I said, it's going to be a very exciting uh, podcast. Purple Mayo, 10 bucks. Currently fantasizing between a C8 Corvette and a 1990 Thunderbird Super Coupe. Going to choose the Super Coupe. Wait on the economy to crash when boomers will liquidate their toys, cash, and I find. I am so cheering for a recession right now, Purple. Because I want to get, I'm I'm in the market for a new car, not new, obviously a used for another car, because my truck is getting a little long in the tooth. I don't know how how long I could keep it going. And I would not mind getting a 1972 Mach One Mustang. I would not mind getting that. Now they're not the '68 or '69. They're not the bullet car. They're kind of next incarnation off of that. I think they're very sexy. And I cannot wait for a crippling recession <laughs> for those for those Mustangs to go on sale. Because I have an agent in the field who sells, let's say, luxury vehicles to boomers. And I asked him, like, okay, what percentage, how old are they? And what percent of the old people pay cash? He's like 20, 25%. I'm like, really? These boomers, these guys 60 plus don't have the money to pay cash for like their final car, their last hurrah. Nope. It's all. And one guy was talking about buying a used luxury vehicle for 15,000, which, which is a lot of money, but for a luxury vehicle for your dream vehicle, that's pretty affordable. You know, I think shoot used cars go for that, you know, cheap used cars, relatively cheap. The guy had to get a loan. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, please destroy this economy with a horrific recession. I would love to see everything go on sale. I would love to. And then all these contractors, all these, you know, carpenters, electricians, plumbers, all that, all these, all these builders. I love to see interest rates jack up. Not only because then they'll come by, hey, hey, you got any work? Hey, hey, you got any work? But some of them might rope themselves because they borrowed money to buy the latest truck <clears throat> and they, they live paycheck to paycheck. Instead of paying cash and saving money for a rainy day, you know, all these morons are like racking up the debts and taking out as much debt as they're income will afford so when their income goes down but their debt payments don't then they're like oh and what's so funny about them is they're not they've never matured past the seventh grade they've never made it out of middle school i'm not joking about it. they literally have never made it out of middle school though that's a lot of americans 
the blow to their pride and ego when they finally are making their six figs and then they're, they're nagging wife now they're like dad they're big rollers bro yeah me too i'm a big roller bro and it goes away they cannot suffer the blow to their ego and then like hey you know what it got on for look <clears throat> here's the here's the irony the sad part There'll be a lot of sales going on at the housing supply stores like Menards, Home Depot, Lowe's, all those other places, right? But there will be a shortage of rope. Like, where's all the rope? Why is it 30 bucks a yard with the extra slippy? I wonder why that rope is sought after. I won't care. I'll be dancing on your graves because you guys are scum. You're freaking scum. Oh, darn, the scum roped themselves. Oh, darn, the scum are depressed. Oh, nosy. Oh, darnsy. <clears throat> Less scum. Oh, so yeah, it'll be those group of people. That'll be fun. Good times. Good times. You, you, you got any work? That happened at, during the housing crisis. Like, they go, you got any? I'd get flyers. And I, I was reasonably okay at, at carpentry and doing my own stuff. But yeah, I could have used some money. I had a, a shed built because do it right. Uh, but it was a friend I knew. But uh, this time, especially because of the poor craftsmanship, everyone's going to have, everyone had to learn to become their own tradesman. And your reputation is ruined. Your work is crap, and people had to basically learn to do your job. Now that we got YouTube and everything, people are like, no, I, <laughs> I don't have work. I fixed everything myself. Screw you. <laughs> I wouldn't hire you anyway because you don't fix the problem. You just make more. Troy Costalecki, famous child slave laborer <clears throat> for $2, working on the garden, planting some raspberries. Good, good. I need that raspberry jam made with little kinder hands. I think we finally finished off the original uh, jam you guys sent. Uh, now we're going to other friends. Who I don't know how we ended up with so much jam. Like three different people sent us jam. Like, what's going on? Is there like, did someone say we like jam? Your jam is the best, Troy, because the little child tears, little children's tears is baked into the jam. It's, uh, it's just a little bit sweeter. Uh... I'm trying to stay on top of it. Glenn Lawrence. Check him out over on his YouTube channel. A guy more physically attractive than pretty much everyone here for $10. Kepi, my girl says she volunteers for tribute. I, I'll take it. I, I, is she good looking? I presume I, she's got to be. You're, you're a very handsome man, obviously. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll gladly email me, Glenn. Let me know. Uh, I'll pay. I got to go back and. But I'd love to do that. Wouldn't that be nice? Now we got the hardcover. It'd be maybe I only leave it in hardcover. Just but so you guys know, it's going to be expensive because when you print in color, it's expensive. But yeah, uh, hit me up, Glenn. I'd be more than happy. I got other work for, you know, if she wants to model other things and all that, I could, you know, put out the books and everything. I'll have to go to my notes. Glenn Lawrence, five bucks again. I have a 1960. Oh, oh, <clears throat> why would you sell it, Glenn? Why? What? 67 fastback? Why? Keep it. Have fun. Or so one of them. 
Uh, Colin Benton, two bucks. Hey, Campy, is Chimney Rock in Nebraska worth seeing? Why? Hang on. I may have gone to that. It's not whether it's worth seeing. It's whether it's worth the drive. Chimney Rock, Nebraska. Golly, come on. Nebraska. Uh, <laughs> where is this? <laughs> it's cool, but you got to drive out. Was that where the Dinosaur Visitor Center was? Where is that? Um. Okay, I've not been there. No, I, I would say it's not. I would say it's not. Um, it, As you could surmise, Nebraska is, it is one of the most boring states in the United States. There's some kind of cool stuff on the far western part. But uh, the problem is, like, let's say you see Chimney Rock. Okay, that's really exciting for Nebraska. But if you go to Moab, you'll see spires like that all over the place. So you'll see that formation elsewhere. Um, but, yeah, if you lived in the Plains states, that's fancy. It's like the people in Arizona, they think Lake Havasu is awesome. Dude, we're going to the Sioux, bruh gonna get the girls and i get that i'm like this is a widening of the colorado river that looks like a hot swamp this is not except that's because i'm from the twin cities and and you know wisconsin there's literally ten thousand lakes in both states by the way um but for arizona any puddle is an amazing body of water to bring their boats to so nebraska is the same thing look something that isn't flat like let's say you had the one girl with a big set of boobies in high school all right, but they're not, they're C's and everyone else has mosquito bites. Well, C's are good. They're honorable mentions, but they ain't no double D's. You know, and then you're like, oh my God, Amy's got great cans. Well, you haven't seen Jessica three school districts over who's got double D's. You're like, oh, uh, and there's nowhere to fly near there. Scott's Bluff is about the closest and that's not, no, I, I wouldn't say it's worth it. I would not say it's worth it. Roger Schaefer, five bucks, finished a review of a 10,000 plus Square foot the other day. Guess how many rooms? Just four. Finished a review. 10,000 plus square foot home the other. You write reviews of homes? Four? Only four rooms? Is that like a new design? Or there's only four dedicated bedrooms and then they have an office and a wine room. Is that what we're talking about here? Because I'm pretty, like, when I look at how how many rooms could we put a bed in and sleep? My Spaniard blood coming in there. <clears throat> That's how I view it. Kind of like our Mexican brothers and sisters. How many people could we fit in here? Is that a room? That's a room. I've seen walk-in closets where it's like, you could fit two beds in here. But wifey needs her stick. Sh- needs her crap. Uh, about that, you know, t- hey, speaking of Mexicans, two bucks. I'm arriving Sunday at noon. Yeah, but all right, good. You got off. <clears throat> all right, so we'll see you in about 48 hours. Vlad Elkums will pick up later. Hopefully, I'll have be able to have some vehicles insured and ready to go. Um, so there, all right, we're caught up. All right, um, let me go through the fan mail. This will be finally caught up. Cappy will finally catch up. Uh, 
Oh, could you please put your Amazon affiliate link in your YouTube channel description on your internet to be easy to find? I think I have. I think I have. If you don't have it there, you can always go to olderbrother.com slash donate, and you'll see three links. One is to subscribe star. The other is to PayPal. And the third is my Amazon affiliate program. So if you would kindly do all your Amazon shopping through that website first. But Cappy, I like the app. Yeah, you would, Zoomer. You would. So convenient. I know, but if you want to help out Cappy with it not costing you thing anything more, go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon banner. Do all your shopping there. Do I have to log in? No, you don't. You just shop and through the magic of the internet says, oh, it bought it through Cappy's site. And I get a three to five percent commissioner cut, and you don't pay anything extra. And Mackenzie Bezos makes less money. There, is that happy? Do you want to take him? You want whatever the third most richest woman who didn't do it anything on her own and just stole it from a guy. Do you want to get a little bit of that money back? There you go. That's how you do it. Uh, uh, I'll keep her anonymous. Uh, you are Mr. Common Sense Encourager. Thank you. Thankful to Kenny Rogers and the Root Beer Float for giving me the time over the past 24 months to listen to you and others from Rule Zero. Rob, Jack's content. Thankful that I received earbuds for Christmas. As a middle-aged lady, uh, wife of many years, mom of two boys, getting your content out to others is so important. I'm not on social media, so do not offer any value to your request for ideas on who, who, which females to send the menu to. There is a female audience of moms of sons who are seeing some very crazy girlfriends. We're in panic mode or in silent. Do you love your boys? Okay. I, I appreciate the uh, the fan mail, like a, a good fan mail, not hate mail, death threats. Uh, you're a coward and a weakling. Do you fear the conversation you have to have with your boys more than you love your boys? How much do you love your boys? Do you love your boys enough to, why are you silent? You don't love them that much, period, right? Right? Action determines. You fear having an uncomfortable conversation with your boys or trying to warn them about these girls. You fear that more than you love your boys. Because if you loved your boys, you would get in there and prevent this from happening. And not in um in a um meddling, uh, nagging, controlling mother sort of way, but like, no, son, you're not marrying that. I mean, where? We, look. My generation of moms, my generations of moms, they were not only if they were completely feminist and all that, they were silent because they didn't know any better. They were the first ones. Hey, here's this thing called feminism 1.0. Okay, we'll install it in our family's operating system. They didn't know what they were dealing with. They didn't. They didn't and they, they thought, I would say so rightly so, like, well, all my friends are normal. They didn't have the Internet to see what craziness is going on. <clears throat> like no, these all my female friends are normal. It's because you have a job and you're also twice the age of your son, and your son is dating a completely different set of women. My mom, bless her, I had no idea women were like this. No kidding, really. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? She's like, I didn't know. And she's right, she didn't. There was no interwebs. Like, thanks, a lot of help. Um. But now you do know because you and your your cadre of moms with sons have the internet. Now, do you love your sons, you know, more than the fear, or do you fear more than you love? <clears throat> it's up to you. 
You could say things we are too chicken bleep to say. Yep. How is your son's my responsibility? I really, really look in the mirror, man. It's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. If you have to, if you go have Jack lift weights on Pinterest with a clary quotes underneath may get you eyeballs. Your, your son's futures are not my responsibility. See, you and I have a different relationship with your sons, generally speaking, as a group. My relationship with your sons is one that is commercial. It It is commerce. It is business. If your sons are not warned by you or your husbands and they are misled, they are going to suffer horrendous pain and consequences and ultimately confusion because you didn't warn them. No one educated them. That was your job. And then they are going to search and there's a statistical chance they will find me or the Rich Coopers of the world or the Rolos. Me and they'll say, I got a problem. I don't say it's not my problem because I got my own problems to deal with, like figuring out what to do all depressed, walking through Rapid City, eating cookies. And they'll say, but I will give you money. Ah, now it is my concern. Still not my problem, but it is my concern, a business concern. Let us conduct. What should we talk about? And then that's that's my relationship with them. Commercial, transactional. Your relationship with your sons is love, familial, mother-son. You know, that is, and, and I would say you have a moral and ethical obligation to raise your children, women too, girls too, as best as you can. So if you have sons, that is your responsibility, not mine. If you fail in that responsibility, that then creates the opportunity for a business opportunity for me. But it is not my obligation or responsibility. And your son will pay for it, both financially to me and mentally, emotionally, psychologically suffering and going through because you never told them the truth because they're confused. But at least you weren't inconvenienced, right? You weren't inconvenienced. Good. Hallmark card expectations are warped and have been part of redefining and reorganizing expectations over the past uh, 30 plus years. Where are we? Uh, okay, we're good. We're there. <clears throat> uh, we'd love to see you do a piece on that. I will go to Amazon and get the book as sending you money on YouTube is outside the online money boundaries that my hubby and I have going. Hope that is okay. That's fine. Just get, look, if if you need my words to help out your son, get, get my books into your son's hands. Hope that is okay. Keep up the good work. Your message of building a decent life, working hard, being a friend and being generous. Oh, I was like, when am I generous, Thorne Missy? Yeah, that's, yeah. I, well, that's not being generous. I would say that's more an obligation. Bad things happen to good people. And when bad things happen to good people, moral and ethical, I don't I wouldn't say necessarily good people go and like, ah, we'll help them out. Uh, so Thor and Missy do need our help. Uh, it's so grounding here when you are on the panel discussions. You were redefining the word a-hole. No, uh, society redefined it. Asshole is just somebody who tells you the truth. That's it. That's all it is. If you're still reading this, thank you. Stay well. Best wishes. Um, Blah, blah, blah. All right, so that will go into the memento box. Move to <clears throat> the book. All right. Uh, 
The menu isn't on your books page. Oh, yeah, I'll have to add that later. Uh, from Anonymous. Uh, hey, asshole, can I say how much I'm starting to hate you? This is, this is a good one. I don't, this isn't hate mail. <clears throat> I don't think there is any words to describe. And so thank you. I'm very glad for your materials. It has saved my life. Long story short, you were right. My stepdad is in fact abusive. And you were right. Dude, the fact you have a stepdad, me, it, it, that doesn't mean your, your stepdad is abusive or bad or anything else. It does mean your mom screwed up. And probably your biological father as well. Okay. If there is a step anything, your parents screwed up. If there are step brothers, step parents, half siblings, your parents screwed up. And very simple rule, you owe nothing. Nothing. They fail to bring you up in a stable nuclear home, period. Anything else is child abuse. Maybe low level, but it is abuse. Now, it's not malicious abuse on your stepdad's part. He was just trying to tap your mom's hoo-ha. Okay, your dad was just trying to get some booze. He's banging your mom. But maybe now his actions beyond that have become abusive. Uh, and you're right about how few people care about the children, how marriage is nothing more than illegal child abuse and more. And I hate the fact you are right. Well, at least you now know. Imagine living your entire life living the lie. Girls like you for you, and they're going to dedicate their life to you, support you. Your mom and your dad actually love you more than they do themselves. Any degree is a good degree. Socialism works. You need to get a master. How many lies? Imagine if you followed those lies. You want to see a generation that followed those lies, and they're in the you know, start, the, the waning days, the final days of the lies. Happen. Look at my generation. I know we pick on the boomers, but there was still a modicum of intelligence and anchoring in reality the millennials are going to be the first full on board what happens when a society a generation follows socialism uh to the t oh uh, but my generation has you're definitely going to see generation spinster there and how happy are these people miserable absolutely miserable the only thing gen x has is the fact that it could say that it was aware that it was uh, <clears throat> wasn't completely uh, brainwashed or duped. Like uh, we were real, uh, to use the parlance. That's about it. And and the reality sucked. That's what it was. The reality sucked. But at least we're aware and conscious of that fact. I get we're the last generation that's going to have any tethering to the real world. The rest of the generations after you guys are all clueless. So clueless. You actually believe the president when he says that he shouldn't be blamed for inflation. And, and meanwhile, I just shut down the Alaska lease oil thing. Like, okay. Uh, my story after almost two years of lockdowns and bleep, my family moved out of our hometown. The intended destination was Florida, but I ended up in Virginia. And after some family drama, the lies got stuck and lies got stuck there with my only job prospects being fast food as I work on getting other problems situated. And due to the bad area, bad economics and people, I'm going back to an old job in my home state, even if I don't want to, as this is my only real economic opportunity other than working this dead-end job I'm currently working. After I told my mother about this, my stepdad got pissed off at my decision. Why? Are they going to get less Section 8 money? 
Why is your stepdad getting pissed off? I thought he'd be happy. Usually the stepdad wants the sons out. <clears throat> Too long didn't read his disown my ass. It took everything I have, which I'll never get back or meeting my newborn sibling. Oh, oh, your family, which is already poor. There's another one on the way. That is the best thing to happen to you to get kicked out of that family. And if I hadn't found your materials, my life would have been a lot worse position than it is today. And these events are recent as a couple of years ago. I find that this has put a lot of my life into perspective. Yeah, your family doesn't love you. Cappy don't love you guys either. Just so you know, Cappy's my new family. I ain't your family. I don't love you guys either. I'm just pointing out the fact. <clears throat> As I have to make some difficult decisions going forward, and this isn't a plea for cash or sympathy. I'm completely fine. I'm going to be fine. Never really own much to begin with. In fact, 90% of everything I own before I took it, minus a dresser full of clothes, would fit into three medium-sized boxes. Well, Goodwill is dirt cheap. Go there. Now almost everything I own fits into a shoebox, nor do I want much, but that really wasn't the point. My point is thanks to the years of material I've watched your content, from your honest analysis to harsh real-world talk, I'm able to more easily a bow. I am able to more easily a bow to make decisions. In other words, your material saved my life. As if I had it known what I learned from your, his would be. Guys, here's some free advice, okay? For all you Zoomers, stop doing voice to text. That's fine on social media, but if you're sending out resumes and applications, it, it, it's over. I know your generation is over anyway. That's why I buy a lot of food and bullets because I'm not going to rely on your generation to like know how to farm or keep the electricity on. Really, I'm not. At a price quote, come in for solar panels, <laughs> 40 grand. 30000 after federal tax rebates and all that. I'm like, I did the math. I'm like, okay, that's that's about 25 years of, of electric bill payments. I don't have to worry about maintaining the infrastructure or anything like that. I was like, no, because honestly, uh, the electricity, I, you, you look at what, we, what would you have to keep going? Well, I have perishable food, so I don't need the fridge. I'm talking like, you know, it, it goes away. All I need to do is keep the lights on. And right now with like a small independent battery system, I could do that. I could really just keep the lights on. Uh, it's not that hard. Just to literally just need light. That's all I need. Just light. That's all. Um, I'm like 30 grand. I don't think I've ever bought anything aside for property that was 30 grand. Literally, I don't think I like the down payment. I don't think I've ever spent that much money on anything but property. So I'm kind of like, uh, no, no, thank you. It's all right. Uh, I'll just go get some more Jackery stations. Aaron, what's a Jackery station? I'll do a video after this later. I got to do more um, <clears throat> Amazon affiliate promotion because there's money to be made there and it will also help you guys out. Uh, but yeah, I have no faith in your generation being able to do the most basic of things. Um, oh, uh, as if, so yeah. And, and if you guys keep doing this voice to text soon, there will not be an internet system. We'll be back to writing paper. We will. If you guys don't, the, the infrastructure, this incredibly intricate and fragile infrastructure that has been built requires you guys to do some basic things. And if you don't do these basic things, the infrastructure will go away. And soon you won't have to worry about voice to text because there won't be any cell phones coming out that are capable. Uh, 
And this simple fact makes me hate you. I hate the fact you were right. I hate the fact you were honest and right. And I hate how sick modern society really is. So thank you for your content. You've completely changed my life for the better. And unitenally, unitenally prepared me for this recent situation, which without it, I don't know how I'd react or live with myself. And sadly, there's probably going to be more situation, even if I don't really watch your content anymore as it's gotten stale for me. I like real cash right now. So go F yourself. Thanks for everything, asshole. And no, this is not a suicide note either. Good. No, best of luck to you. Uh, we'll put that into where'd it go? There it is. That will go into the book. Well, good luck to you. I'm not going to give you advice because everyone knows my advice. And, uh, <clears throat> um, let me go through the super chat, make sure we don't fall too far behind. Ba -ba -ba -da -ba. This would be a good one. Get out of here quickly. Uh, Roger Shea for five bucks. Energy code review. Yes, car showroom, pool hall, giant kitchen. Oh, okay. Energy code review. <clears throat> so he's got a car showroom, a pool hall, and a giant kitchen. Sounds like a great bachelor place, actually. That sounds very nice. Sounds very nice. Uh, Brandon G Gaffier. Gaffy? Uh, five bucks. I'm taking a trip to Badlands and Black Hills next month. I'll bring you a case of Rooster Booster Lights. It's your friend. Suck. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Brandon. Have a good week again. Yeah, email me. And on the on the thing, say Rooster Booster Light so I know to, to meet up with you. Vlad Oakham's two bucks. But Chad, it's hard for women to stay thin. It is hard. And it's hard for men to stay loyal. There's the response, Chad. That's what we should have said to all of the women. Your mom always gets. But Chad, it's hard for women to stay thin. Yeah, it's hard for men to stay loyal too. It's even harder when women are fat. But in an ironic sense, or maybe not so ironic, maybe it's just nature. I don't think women came up with a, a cartel like this. <clears throat> but women all got fat at the same time. like, And they didn't have to have a conference on it. They didn't have the Council of Nicaea. Like, we all get fat today. They just kind of knew, hey, if we all get fat, then, then there won't be the guilt because men will stick with us. They'll be in this purgatory of... of malaise and indifference and no passion and then we won't have to hit the gym yay what's that white uh, like for women's utopia like you're all just incredibly average and uh you don't work at anything there's no passion there's no joy i know you girls don't like sex as much as men I, that much is obvious but is is that if you could get like for example let me let me paint a a, a different contrast the gay community, gay men, not lesbian, not uh, non-binary, whatever. I'm, I'm talking just gay men. When they got what they wanted or they get what they wanted, be it a gay nightclub, holy cow, are they happy. I mean, they're celebrating, man. They're, they're fabulous. Everything's wonderful. They got nightclubs. They're drinking. They're having a grand old time. They're happy. Like, they celebrate. When women get what they want, it's misery it's sadness my husband but you have what you want you're all overweight you don't have to work out if you do you, you get like you're a 5.1 so you're the hottest girl on the block your guy ain't going to leave you because every every other gal is below a 5.1 you can go on the internet got constant attention why aren't you as jovial as as gay men why are you having 
completely average woman nightclubs where you just celebrate. You don't have to work hard at anything. You're you 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 won, girl. You know the meme. The girl's getting a kiss on her cheek from the the groom. She's in her wedding outfit and she's just smiling. She says, "Now I can get fat." You won. Seventy percent of the weight population is overweight, male and female. So you can still get guys to like I don't know, give you fupa sex. <clears throat> you girls don't have to work out because the alternative. Every you you won. You pulled it off your OPEC of 1973 and 1977, I believe. Shouldn't you be rejoicing and like, yay, the fat girls. Yay, the fat girls. <clears throat> Still loan bailouts coming, so you guys could all of society bows down and lies to you. You're brave and amazing because you were born with one half the gender. There was a 50% chance you came out that way. And you had nothing to do with it. It was pure chance. Oh, my God. You got a hole instead of a stick? Oh, praise. What, what, why are there not like girls just skipping down the road with big ass grins on their faces? Why? Why are you using antidepressants? Why is alcoholism going up? Why? It doesn't make any sense. You you won. You won. Should you be doing a victory lap? Should there be like feminist flags coming out of gals' trucks? She'd be like looking like, I know fat girlfriend. I'm fat too. And I still got this guy because there ain't no other choice. Dude, that happened to Casper all the time. Oh, Wyoming. Woo. Those girls were ahead in so many ways. First state to give women the right to vote. First state to get fat chicks to get like guys that made six figures and in are in good shape because they're all the manual labor guys that work in the mines and construction and all that. I think they, they figured out if I get pregnant in high school, and we all do it at the same time. Uh, you girls got what you wanted. Why are you happy like gay, the gay men in the gay community? But that's the answer. I guess it's hard for men to stay loyal. <sighs> Vlad Elkums. Alex Plow, five bucks. Hey, Cap, much thanks to you and Elkums for guiding me. Just graduated with a bachelor's in accounting. Studying for CPA this summer. Joining Big Four in October. No debt. Awesome, Alex. Awesome. Remember, stick around, get your experience, and get the hell out. Get the hell out. The competent man. Famous internet here of the Red Pill community. Five bucks. We're coming out today that East Coast Diesel may be on allocation. Uh, what do you mean allocation? East Coast Diesel. You mean on like price controls or limits? Uh, diesel inventories on East Coast tightened again last week. Are down more than 50% from reducing its allocations. The rest up East Coast Diesel inventories plummet spot prices soar. I don't, okay. I ask me if I, 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 I have my electric bike. I have my electric solar panel. I know diesel is what gets me my supplies. I have supplies. And for all you Zoomers and millennial morons who are leftists, okay, all you guys who don't understand why inflation is going up, here's why. You put Democrats in control. You look at Biden. Biden is, is he's never worked a day in his life. I'm not kidding. Look at his background. 
you put a, a trust fund baby. Uh, what do you call him? You put a tree. Uh, you 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 put a you put a rock up as president, and your entire ideology is environmentalism and avoiding work. And then, uh, all right, so now you shut down all these pipelines. You you oh, and by the way, that thing with Russia going on. I won't explain the concept of fungible. You've choked out the production of oil and gas. Diesel is gas, by the way. In case you, did. I really I bet you a bunch of people didn't know that. I'm not joking. Not my audience. <clears throat> and uh yeah and now how do you get your things and your stuff oh it's through trucking isn't it but you all eschewed and shamed people for being truck drivers because they didn't go to college and so now your supplies ain't going to get where they need to go and you know what's going to happen shortages on the shelves it's weird how i've not recently but slowly like you see these movies where there's the Loyal patriot to whatever country, let's just say the United States, <clears throat> but then through investigation or war, or the military, whatever journalism work, he find uncovers a plot to find out the state is the enemy. Oh, we're corrupt. I have been fighting. But I used to be very pro-American back when there was something to be proud of in the 80s, Ronald Reagan, that kind of thing. And now I've become so anti-American. That I am cheering on the demise. Before I was like, enjoy the decline. It's regrettable. Now, this is the most entertaining thing. This is like the, the, I wouldn't say the only value I have in life. Obviously not the only value. But I am looking for, I am literally cheering on a recession. Not just so I could get cheaper stuff, but I want to pee. I want to see all the right people suffer. I want to, I want to be able to say, I told you so, because for decades now, I've been told I'm the bad guy and oh, you're an historianism and you hate poor people and blah, 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 And it's like, no, let it happen. <clears throat> but I can't wait till there are shortages. Oh, East Coast shortages. You guys can't get your supplies into Philly and New York and Baltimore. I wonder what's going to happen when food runs out at the 7-Eleven. What are what's going to happen? I don't care. <laughs> I'll be sitting here with my food and my guns in case someone decides they're going to have some of it with my little solar panels and lights on at night. <clears throat> I might actually have to read books if we don't have, you know, won't be any podcasts to download. I, I just like seeing the misery because ultimately what real wealth is, is not how many dollars the government and Uncle Biden gives you and Uncle Trump, too, in uh, fairness and honesty. It's how much stuff you can buy. It's the stuff, guys. And I know all of you living off of the government don't know that. You think it's all dollar signs. And then rent is jacked up. Housing costs go up. You're like, I can't afford rent. Remember when $15 an hour would have given you something to live off of? Yeah. Democrat policies. Not necessarily Democrat politicians. <clears throat> I'll grant you that. Trump was not a Democrat politician. His policies sure the hell were Democrat. Print off more money, borrow more, spend. And all of a sudden, the, the number of dollars to buy the thing has gone up. You're like, ah, the number of dollars went up. You might be more concerned about whether the thing even exists for you to buy. Because once again, we have so shamed real production and work in this country and the trades and farmers and hard work. 
And now we have like two generations of liberal arts and social science majors who have no talent or skills to produce any of the things you need. You're going to start finding out. You're going to learn real quick that economics ain't about money. Money is almost, you'd almost do good to remove money from the entire equation to analyze economics. It's what is your productive capacity? And the productive capacity of most college graduates is zero. Yo, useless, worthless people. Literally, I mean that. And I'm not slamming on you. I'm describing you. And y'all slammed on because you're little suburbanite people like, oh, I'm an environmentalist. I'm an environmentalist. Why can't I find food? Uh, let me explain to you how supply chains work. Hey, but you shut down the pipeline. That's real good. You shut that down. That, that magic juice that gets us all of our things so we don't have to take a slow boat to China to go get it on a sale. You're all going to learn real soon. You're all going to learn real soon. And it's good. It's good. 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 Shut it down. Competent man, two bucks. OPWC short by two seven million barrels per day currently. Uh, uh, West crude, <clears throat> OP. I don't. I'm guessing there is a a diesel shortage. That's fine. That, that is fine. What we need, ladies, what you need to do is is continue making fun of truck drivers. And everyone should shame truck drivers. And no one should become truck drivers. Oh, God, don't become Alex Patino. Oh, no. He, did you know Alex doesn't have a degree? You don't want to be a truck driver. Oh, no. You want to be a nonprofit director that fights against global warming. We shut down oil supplies. That's what we're going to do. That's what you want. You want to become an investment banker. You want to become an internet influencer. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I am fully aware of the hypocrisy of my position. I am aware. That's why I don't take this seriously. So I've never like, I'm a life coach. I'm an influencer. I'm going to change lives. Like, no, this was 100% by accident. Had no freaking clue. <clears throat> you damn right. I'm going to cash in on it while I can. The good times will end. But you girls should absolutely completely demoralize truck drivers and petroleum engineers. And we should shut this all down. Don't give them any tail. Don't like uh, cheer them on. Don't support them in any way. Why can't I find my makeup? Did you know that the organic food is super expensive at the grocery store now? Why is gas so high? I need a government subsidy for an electric bike. <clears throat> so I could continue doing my HR work. Oh, won't that be fun in the collapse? Like the HR ladies, what do they do? What does diversity and inclusion consultants do? You know what they do? Starve. <laughs> they do one of two things. There'll be the decision no tree, you know, HR before uh, apocalypse or financial, just bad financial times. Uh, lecture, moralized sermon, be weapons grade, Kuantaha, those are options. Then post-collapse, it splits. Suck dick or die. That's it. There's your value, ladies. And men who are stupid enough to be in those fields. Alan Beeblebox. For 20 generous dollars, they'll pay me the gas that I go, go pick up uh, Vlad Elkums at the airport. Airport's pretty far north and out there. I work in renewable energy technology. Yesterday in a FedGov meeting, I was informed that the renewable energy is now called climate technology. Uh, renewable 
how can we stop this dumb woke rewriting redefining creep in society? You can't because most American people are worthless and they need to they need to euphemize what they do. Okay, I'll give you an example. Diversity and inclusion consultants, they don't consult, right? They they uh they shake down, that's what they do. It's a shakedown. That's all it is. They parasite. HR, they, uh, they're tyrants. <clears throat> they nag. That's what they do. But they can't. Human resources. Human and industrial relations. You're garbage man. No, I'm a sanitation engineer. Shut that up. I am not a life coach. I'm an idiot on the internet. That's it. I'm okay with that. But I am comfortable with who I am. Most people are not. They need to lie all the time about what they do. That's it. The Democrat Party, not the party of the poor, or the working class. Uh, they're thieves. That's all socialism. It's thievery. Democratic socialism, legal thievery. <laughs> That's all it is. All Democrats, parasites. I'm for rights. No, you just want other people's money. And to avoid this, people got to lie to themselves. Imagine the perfect mental state. We apply that to women, but it could also apply to other people. It's pride, man. They're just protecting the pride. May I give a constructive criticism to our black brothers out there, right? Is it, is it that you got a bunch of baby mamas pregnant and you never got off your ass or graduated from high school or put any effort into it? No, it's, it's always somebody else's fault. Why? Pride. Pride is what keeps you poor because you just, I don't know what you're trying to protect, your ego, <clears throat> your pride. So you can look at yourself in the morning like, no, you're, you're, you're a dirt pig. You do pot, you, you, you date it, you don't have a job, but to protect your pride, it ain't my fault. Well, okay, fine. Tell yourself lies. You don't say, you know who does that too? White girls from the suburbs. It isn't my fault I don't make as much as an engineer. Yes, it is. You majored in social sciences. You majored in communications. You majored in journalism. You didn't work as hard. It's all your fault. Not only stop hiding behind a trait you were born with, stop by association insulting and de uh, degrading or uh, uh, defaming uh, people who share that trait. It has nothing to do with your trait. You're a lazy piece of crap. But the pride. Pride keeps you poor, man. Pride is going to make sure there's always a wage gap between men and women. It's always going to happen. So it's the same thing. It'll change climate technology. Who cares? I don't care. I'm sure Hitler had some fancy words for murdering Jews. I'm sure he did. It sounded really great. <clears throat> um, that's not the worst climate technology. Wouldn't that be kind of related? I was real let down at the price. I was kind of looking forward to like, yeah, I might make a little, you know, just kind of break even a little. And I may still get like the watered down version without the battery backup. But I, I was just like, oh, well, dude, I could buy a ton of batteries. I, I could do it myself. Like, it's pretty pricey. Uh, Competent man, five bucks. When the gas runs out, TFM thinks the normies will call for nationalization of the energy industry. Well, I, don't, I don't know what good that will do. It would be just like Venezuela. Okay, nationalize the industry that you've already choked out through regulation that ain't producing gas anyway. Government oil companies will be epic. Yeah, ask Pemex. And Pemex is one of the more better run 
<laughs> it's not that will run either. The Mexican National Gas Company. I don't know what they plan on doing. See, the Democrats fail to realize this. At least the Democrats of old knew that. They knew to be fascist in a certain sense, where it's like, okay, I'm Joe Biden. I know I don't know anything about running a, a gas company. So what we're going to do is we're going to let the private sector run the national gas, uh, the, the gas industry, right? You get it. It will be private sector. We're just going to make ourselves a default 40% owner in the national, in the, in the gas industry through corporate tax. See, so even though the federal, state, and local governments don't own 40% of all the different corporations out there, they are a default 40% stakeholder in all U.S. corporations because the corporate tax combined, state, federal, and local, averages around 40%, more like 36%. I think Trump lowered it a little bit. And they were smart. See, the Democrats of old were smart. Like, I don't know how to run a motor company. I don't know how to run franchise restaurants. But those people do, and they make a lot more money than if we had a nationalized system where we send in bureaucrats who suck the right dick. So we're going to let you guys run it. We're just default 40% owners. It's like the mafia. But now, either because of true stupidity or naivete, if, the, if you Democrats think you're going to make more money by personally taking over any kind of industry, gas, oil, franchise, restaurants, doesn't matter, I'm sorry, you're not that smart and you're too lazy. You're too incompetent. You're going to be more concerned about the color of people's genitalia than you're like, ah, should we be mining for, for oil? Huh? How does this drill work again? And maybe they've gone that far. They, they really think that they know how to manage all these intricate, detailed subsegments of the economy. Whereas the Democrats of old were smiling. I don't know how to run a railroad, but those guys do. And they're going to make three to 10 times the amount of profit that we would make if we ran it ourselves. And 40% of 10 times is a lot more than 100% of nothing. <clears throat> so I. Uh, but man, when the man, when the gather just becomes too expensive. I like North Dakota being so close because the North Dakota state may say, screw this. We're drilling and we're seceding. We need oil. We need gas. Done. See the United States. And they say, oh, but they might send in the military. Yeah, and now if we ran out of gas, they're going to have to come on foot. And then all the women of South Dakota or North Dakota end up getting thin for some reason. Don't know how that happened. Vince H, five bucks. Got the audible of the menu. Great work. Thanks, Vince. What, did you already listen to it? I know it's only four hours. All right, let's get through more of the... <clears throat> um. From an honest, this comes from a 10, meaning a, a one out of a 10. I was always curious about the world of 10s, men who are 10s, because it's a different world. Cappy, I'm 6'4", 22, good looking. My experience differs slightly with your analysis of being a 10. The biggest being girls my age simply want to be friends with benefits. I have used your services before to handle grape. However, I don't run into entitlement yet, which is likely because girls my age in the second inning rather than the bottom ninth with bases loaded. The most accurate. And yeah, I bet you they're still playing around. I bet you they just do view you like that. And I have a I had an agent in the field who's probably more my age. He said, my son is going to university. He's a 10. Very good looking. The girls just share him. He said that he's just like on a rotating schedule with the girls. And it's like, yep, good for him. 
Um, but it kind of sucks if you wanted to get married or looking at that, but I, I guess you'll have to accept that consolation prize. <laughs> it, and again, to show you the difference, you really got to worry about STDs. Um, cause you're in that field, man. You really got to worry about those STDs. The most accurate analysis was me not realizing my sexual market value until I became red pill aware until I binged your content. I thought I wasn't abnormal to have girls make advances like offering to buy me drink. Oh yeah. That's completely abnormal. Completely. Ab Let me tell you a story. Um, Let me clear that out. Uh, I'll, I'll just give you an example uh, to provide another data point and to provide a story, which would be entertaining. All right. I am a very good looking guy. With some qualifiers, one for my age, two for my height. Uh, many years ago, we did the hot or not thing when that was a thing. I came in at an 8.6, 8.7. Uh, if you want to throw in extra physical uh, characteristics, I got good finances and, you know, talented ballroom dancing, all your interesting hobbies. All right. Uh, but that 8.6, 8.7 is moot and academic. It really would only apply on the internet. Like you'd only get internet attention because you can't tell how tall I am. Like if you look at Jack Napier, I can't see him anything taller than five, six. I think he's Rob's height, but he's six, two. So the, the internet really does. It paints a completely different physical picture of the individual that, that you're seeing. But in the real life, I rarely ever got hit on rarely. And I was somewhat keen. I'd pay attention a little bit. Some women made it pretty obvious, but they weren't good looking. They were overweight. Um, a lot. And you had to discern between girls that were actually interested in you, girls that just wanted attention because you were the ballroom dance guy and you could make them look like a million bucks on the floor. But removing that, just going straight on looks, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, I'm at the cigar lounge that I'd like to go to. <clears throat> and there's a, a gal sitting at the bar next to me. And, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. I was sitting next to the register and she came up to pay for some drinks or something like that. And I'm smoking and she's like, how you doing? I'm like, Hey. And so a, a conversation struck up and she said, right off the bat, you got a girlfriend. Um, and I couldn't say yes quick enough. Cause this gal's like 53. None of which is her fault. Of course you're born when you're born, but she's older, uh, fairly overweight, not significantly, but certainly could have stand to lose 25, 30 pounds. On a smaller frame gal, that's a significant amount. So she was overweight, single mom, um, not that good looking. You know, the, the the petal, the bloom was off the rose or the petals was off the tree or whatever the saying is. <clears throat> and no, her fertility was all gone. I mean, the, the youth and beauty was all gone. But that was the first time I've been hit on clearly or had any indication of interest in quite some time. The last time I'll give you another story. I go down to the cell phone store. Um, and the gal assigned to me is this nice Latina lady. And I say lady, cause again, older than me. I think at the time I was 44, she was 40. So this is quite some time ago. No, maybe I was 45. This is only two, three years ago. So she's very helpful. Uh, if not the best, uh, cell phone store employee I've ever ran into. Oh, we'll get this, we'll get that, da, 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 da. And um, she's setting it up. And, you know, while she's doing that, we're talking single mom, two different kids, two different dads. Um, she looks her age. She's getting older. 
uh, wrinkles and very average looking. She was relatively thin, you know, she wasn't overweight, but didn't work out. You could tell it was not put together that well and gravity was taking its toll. So walking out, Leah, she, she follows me out. She's like, well, could I get your number and call you sometime? Now that's ballsy. <clears throat> I will applaud a woman. That's ballsy. But <laughs> it's, it's not an 8.6, <laughs> but I'm not an 8.6. That's my whole point. I'm probably a six. You include height and everything. And the fat girls don't know anything about career, background, skills, talents. Or you like, you just, you on the, I'm an on the street six. You see that person up walking by? What are they? I'm an on the street six. Like, okay, good looking face or features. That's about it. He's short. He's scrawny. That's it. And so that, and even that I guarantee you is probably more attention and flirtation than the average man gets. I've never, I'm trying to, I don't think I've ever had a girl that I didn't know. No, no, I would have remembered that. Not once has a girl ever offered to buy me a drink. Not once. Um, I've had girls ask me to dance, but that was in the context of me dancing. And obviously they would want to get on the floor to look. And that was common. That wasn't all that. But outside alpha environment, situational alpha, you take me out of it. That that's, that's my experience. And I think the average man's experience is even less than, especially the younger you are. Absolute girls aren't, <clears throat> girls aren't asking you guys out. And so, yeah, it is rare. It is the exception, not the rule. A girl asks you out, a girl asks you to get a, you a drink. That is very rare. Here, let me, let me, uh, for all the guys, all the guys in the house. One, if you've ever had a girl offer to buy you a drink, one you didn't know, just randomly came up to you and offered you to buy you a drink. Zero if it's never happened. And you'll get it, you'll get a feel for what's I'll be surprised if there's one one out there. Here, I'll start. I never had a girl offer to buy me a drink, so I'm gonna put a zero in. There we go. I have voted. Uh let me go through to the rest. Uh oh, that's the uh, that's a fan mail. Uh until I binge Red Pill advances like offering to buy me drinks. Yep, so there you go. Yeah, so yeah, it is it completely completely different rule set. Completely different rule set based on your looks. If you are a nine or a ten, you, you gotta have your own special version of red pill awareness. And as I said before in the video where I made fun of uh Pete, the guy who refused to invite to social gatherings, uh, you're you're playing defense because girls view you as like the they're entitled to your sperm. Like you are the one, you are the chosen one. Seven to eights, which is where I ranked. You're in the confusion zone where girls do like you, but they're always holding out for a nine or a 10 because a nine and a 10 dictum at one time. And they think that means commitment. So they, they're fleeting. They go away. They have a great time. You think you have a great, and you do have a great rapport with them, but then you're not tall enough for, you know, <clears throat> their alpha boyfriend came back inevitably they settle for you and marry you, but they're always begrudging and they don't, they don't throw you that, that, hot uh, porn star actress sex that they gave uh, Vlad Elkums. And then what's easier is the sixes and belows. And I throw uh, sixes in there because it doesn't matter that you're above our 80% of men are, are not attractive to women. You guys, you, you get to make the choice. Do you want to upgrade to, to the, the gray danger confusion zone? Or you just say, screw it. I'm throwing it in the towel. You don't have to worry about it because the choice is made for you. Um, So that's it. 
I gotta do Fabian has a request. Um yeah, I gotta get I gotta get to this guy. Uh I got a request there. I got a request there. Is this all the emails? Career dating advice. That's funny. Did you want a response? Did you are you doing asshole consult? Yes. I'm doing this so that I can clean up my email and not have anything here. Abdul, get to yours. Uh, please. No one is, no one's getting back to me that I need to get back to me. All right. Fan mail is done. Close out all this. Clean this out. Clean this out. All right. Uh, uh. Competent man, five bucks. Finland was talking about joining NATO. Russia cut energy supplies to Finland today. I the all of the West is in this world where they think they can live by these Marxist leftist touchy feely activist principles. Russia's the only one like living in reality right now. Like, well, we got the oil and the gas, so screw you. And Russia will, there are other countries in the world that will gladly buy Russian oil and gas. Gladly will. Chris is not here. Two bucks going to pick up the menu on Audible later today. Good. You can listen to that while you're driving around. <clears throat> Competent man, uh, five bucks again. Finland gets 60% of nat- national ga- natural gas from Russia. Russia wants payment in rubles. Imagine that. The country where rubles are the currency, Russia wants payment in that currency. Could you, could you, it's so, does that, does that not like throw a weirdness on their guys, right? Wait a minute. Shouldn't they want payment in rubles? Russia doesn't use dollars. Russia doesn't use yen. Russia doesn't use pesos. They use rubles. Shouldn't you want payment in rubles? And it shows you just how the West, especially the United States, has tried to like, you know, sling its world reserve currency dick around. Like this is this is a horrible thing. Finland can't just go pay in rubles. Finland, what do you require payment in? I'm just wondering what currency it is. Finland refuses to do so. So no natural gas for you. Now, I am no geography guy, <clears throat> but isn't Finland kind of north? And doesn't it get kind of cold in Finland? I'm so happy I have my wood-burning stove. I've got bases covered, man. I so want so much high gas prices. I so want you guys suffering. I so want basic life necessities to go up on the thousand percent. I so want you to go, how does economics work again? Don't worry, you have plenty of time to think about it while you're cold and starving this winter. Oh, here we go. Okay, so we got the ones and the zeros coming in. Uh, We got zero one zero 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 one zero zero. Zero 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 one one 
one zero 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 one zero zero any more one so we're one in five one in six seven i mean they'll correlate with the top 20 top 15 percent do some real quick economic uh, math there the the and these these guys are not young men either i'm sure there's some middle-aged dudes in here too where there's been decades for women to buy men drink at any point in time, ladies, you can you can be equal now. You could offer to buy a man a drink. Well, I guess that's over now too. Normally goes to nightclubs. Yeah, it's it's a different world, a completely different world. If you're a top level dude, completely different world. They do the work for you. Which, if you're good, you kind of like what's wrong? Your problem? Like they literally do. I know there's no animosity. I don't, I just don't think alpha guys realize. Like well, what? What don't you just have girls talk to you? No, <laughs> they don't. They don't look. There's two type of gals: the gals that think they're hot enough to to get you, and they'll approach you, and then there's the ugly gals who know they're not hot enough to get you, but they ain't gonna approach us. All right, it's you or nothing. It literally is you or nothing. It's the Chippendales, the Thunder Down Under, or nothing. They are not gonna take some mild mannered, well financed, <clears throat> industrious, self employed CPA accountant. They're not going to take a hardworking, laboring, uh, uh, spelunking, uh, deeply philosophical, six-foot-tall chemical engineer. They're not going to take a charismatic, funny, witty guy, fly-by-his-pants, yet deep economic philosopher, ballroom-dancing adventurer. Because we're just not good enough, man. Oh, famous Vlad Elkins. He's only 5'8". Mm-mm. Ooh, Atham Eldecua. He doesn't make that much money. He's he's only a, a night person at and he's he's only going to school for chemical engineering. Ooh, Cap, he checks all those boxes, but only five nine. Oh yeah, just too bad. That's just too bad. <clears throat> I remember one fat gal. I was drunk. This is when I rode the moped. <clears throat> she, I was drunk. She drove me home, but she drove me to her home. I see what she was doing there. We we're lying there in a bed. She's like, so are we not going to have sex? I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> okay. She's like, were we ever going to date? I'm like, well, if you lose some weight, yes. That was not enough. No. Like, Chad, it's hard for girls to lose weight. I saw her and she's still cool. Not in person. I saw her on the internet. Just older now, still overweight. <clears throat> All they had to do was lose the weight. But see now if they see the 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 fours, the like the linear threes and let's put it that way. How about that's a better way to put it? The linear threes and fours go double. They think they can get the six, sevens, and eights. Okay. They really do. And it's like, no. Because in man world, below five means unattractive. I, it is just, uh, it's, it's a bifurcated market. Two different products, two different buyers and sellers. And they, they Venn diagram a little bit, but there's very little crossover. <clears throat> and confusion abounds. Joe Mercer's way, 10 British pounds. New FRCU company rules. Listed companies must disclose whether at least 40% of board are women. One senior board member, CFO, CEO is a woman, and one board member is a is BAME. 
and must explain why if don't meet it. I yeah, I'd just be going to the United uh, Ireland. I'd be setting up my company elsewhere. Look, the West, the West is if you want to abandon hard work, meritocracy and just simple fairness and ethics, that's fine. You're going to you're going to I've said before that what's going to end up happening is these companies are only going to be brand names like, OK, I don't know FRC, but we all know Shell Oil. Shell Oil is just going to be the yellow shell with the red um, outline. It's just going to be the brand name. We're a bunch of useless, worthless people act and play make-believe corporate executives. The real work's going to be done by contractors and subcontracting companies where it's like, we don't play this game. We're the ones that got to drill the oil out. All right. And we don't have Karen with her communications degree here gumming up the works. And so it'll just be, it'll be a, like a make-believe country club of a, of a company they work for. <clears throat> Target Corporation is like that. They don't do anything. They just have other real companies, real men and women produce the stuff largely in China. And then they have the real men and women drive the trucks to ship it here or the boats to ship it here. And then the real men and women at their facilities stock it. And then they put a funny little dog with a bullseye around its eye. And they talk about how much they love black lesbian uh, female vagina. And then, and then all the guilty liberal white women go like, oh, my God, Target. I'm helping the environment because of their method soap. <laughs> That's fine. That's cool. Guys, just let them work. <laughs> Is it that hard? Women want to do all the work now. You want to sit in the meetings. You want to get your MBA and commute. Have at it. Have at it. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll see a vibe. We've got our badge. We could get girls don't realize that we could get by an impulse power. We could get by in so little. And you girls can go work and you can pay the taxes and you go deal with all that. I know, I know the movies made it seem like that's where you want to be. Go do it. Go, go. Men are clocking out. They are. Men are going gold. Men are Atlas Shrug. Look, you took away the pussy. All right, you took away the niceness. You took away the traditional girl. That's the fuel that got us up in the morning. You're making it impossible to work. Very literally impossible. And it's like, well, you know, if I just drive Uber, I can have like a nice little apartment and I don't have to go to college. Once you guys give up the hope of having a family, get the menu, life without the opposite sex. Once you remove, I should say fam uh, family or marriage, love that certainly too. <clears throat> Once you remove the opposite sex from your life, both men and women will see just how much resources they piss away pursuing that. Women still invest an inordinate amount of resources in the pursuit of men. Men obviously invest more. But, but if you just step back and say, okay, I don't have to do this anymore. You save so much time and money and you guys can get by on so much less. But women, uh, they could get by on less, certainly if they wanted to. They could live just as minimalistically. The laws of finance and economics apply universally. It doesn't matter what your gender is. But they want, okay, absent men, what women want is agency. They want to make their mark in the world. And they're going to look at men. Well, what did men do? We want to do that. Okay, don't strike your own path or nothing, ladies. Don't come up with something different or unique. Just do, just, just copycat men. That's fine. It's your choice. You, and you've made it very clear you want to become men. Okay, do it. Men. Let them do it. 
You, by the way, you're not going to stop them. <clears throat> you're not. They're sovereign individuals. They have the right. Okay. Let them do it. What I would say, guys, just chill out. <laughs> Go enjoy life. I'm an Uber driver. Dude, that would be so great just being, if I had known, had I known, I would have just like been a taxi cab driver or a carpenter, gone into the military. I don't even know if I'd go to college as time goes on. Maybe I probably would have become an accountant knowing that I'd like to work remotely. And I would just do what I'm trying to get to now, which is I work three to four hours a week and I go have fun. Well, don't you want to get married on? Do any of your parents ask you that anymore? Or do they kind of know to shut the F up and not ask it? Because it's such a stupid question right now. Do do your parents know? One yes, my parents are stupid enough to ask it. Zero no. <clears throat> One yes, zero no. Uh, Eric, Eric Solvi, 55 Norwegian kroners. Here are money. What's kroner to dollars? Is it eight to one? KOR to USD. What's the kroners? Oh, that's South Korean won. Norwegian krone. 10 cents. So it's one tenth. What did you send me? $5.50. Oh, thanks, Eric. Eric. Uh, Hatton clogs two bucks. Av. Yes, had Av. Av. Catch up with everything. Maybe caught up with it. What did I say? <clears throat> One, your parents ask. Two, your parents don't. Oh, good. Looks like, looks like, looks like parents know not to ask. That's good. That's good. Uh, okay. Uh, we got that. Let me go through the rest of the sponsors. <clears throat> the League of Extraordinary Podcasts has been done. How about this? When you download all these podcasts, so when the electricity and the internet goes out, because we just like, we don't need electricity. It's nuclear power bad. Hotep Jesus, Tipping the Odds Vegas podcast. Red Evening with Jack and Rurp. Masculine Geeks. Dumbass Contractors. That's a new one. Check out Dumb Scott over at Dumbass Contractors. Silvio Canto's Canto Talk. Subscribe to his channel. Get the old man up to uh, 1,000 subscribers. Pete, the guy you refuse to invite to social gatherings. Ryan Stone. Linda Gross, I'm going to be on her show. Oh, I'm going to go on with... Uh, I'm going to be on The Crucible later on tonight uh, with Rachel and Andrew. The Come On Man podcast with Paul. And if you would like to... Make sure that no one is stealing or pirating your content that you create on the internet. Go to piratebooktakedown.com. Piratebooktakedown.com. We're Doug. We'll go and scour the internet for anyone offering free versions of your content <clears throat> and get it taken down with DMCA clauses. Uh, science of... I'm going to delete some of this. I'm going to delete that. I got to clean this up. Privatizing governments. Do, 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 do. I don't want to do any ads on the show. I already got enough sponsors. <clears throat> when things go back to the dark times, and we'll start taking on sponsors again. 
I just got to clean this up. I'll get I'll get it organized. I'll get it organized. It's just wait, is Troy Francis here? Oh no, Jennifer just yelled out Troy Francis. Um, let's go <clears throat> the news. Um, I want to talk about this, but it just seems like there's more and more. Um, oh, I got to pay for this. No, I don't have to pay for this. I don't have to pay for this. Let me look up Melina Abdullah. Uh, of course she's a professor and now she's been, uh, arrested. Oh, the LA times want me to, um, where'd it go? Uh, here we go. All right. Hopefully it's not below a, a paywall. Uh, BLM activist Melina Abdul forcibly removed from mayoral debate at Cal State. Co-founder, pa, 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 pa. when was she arrested? Wait, when was when was this? Heard in the distance, members not allowed in the auditor. They're hurting me, Abdullah, a professional victim and whiner. Uh, size. Uh, Why isn't the arrest mentioned? Okay, in 2018, she was arrested for allegedly assaulting an officer in a melee after an unknown powdery substance was reportedly thrown. I thought she was arrested because of uh, fraud. Or did I did I get the wrong one? <clears throat> All right, that wasn't it. Uh, there was... One thing, maybe this is the primary. There was at first someone from Black Lives Matter, one of the leaders, and then uh, they're getting arrested under fraud and embezzlement charges. This is one here from the New York Post. Boston social justice activist and husband scammed at least 185,000 donors, according to feds. High profile social justice activist in Boston, her husband used a nonprofit they founded to scam at least $180,000 from donors who included a Black Lives Matter chapter. Local district attorneys, though, have federal authorities charged. Monica Cannon Grant. See, hyphenated name. And Clark Grant allegedly treated their violence in Boston organization as a personal piggy bank to pay for rent, shopping experience, delivery meals, visits to a nail salon, and a certain vacation trip to Maryland. Guys, this is all, this is the dream of the leftists. This is the dream of the SJWs. They don't care to actually solve whatever social ammo, their child poverty, the children, cancer, whatever. They just want to make money. And they're just as greedy capitalists, if not more. See, the CEO of Ford Motor Company at least tells me the truth. I want to sell you Ford cars, right? Whether it's worth the transaction price or not is, is, is moot, but he's honest about this. These people have no, this is why these, the, these uh, nonprofit types are such evil, vile hypocrites. This is why I will always take a capitalist over a socialist or touchy-feely nonprofit type because the nonprofit people don't care. They don't care. They are stealing your money and they are lying to you. And worse, they're taking truly disadvantaged groups of people <clears throat> to tug at your heartstrings so that they don't have to work for it. And they just want to live a life of luxury. That's it. They just don't want to work for it. Uh, established the nonprofit 2017, organize a fight of supremacy march, unite the right, oh, to counter the unite the right. Mostly having the personal cell phone of Mayor, da, da, da. Yeah, Black Lives Matter gal. Um, 
you know, and it's all about, oh, by the way, she didn't help one black person. They're black, by the way. Uh, and there was, and there were several others that, um, that came up. I think there was one in Canada. They're buying mansions and all this, but here, this came out, uh, yesterday and it's from Yahoo news, which I'm surprised because Yahoo news just couldn't suck black dick enough. Couldn't suck black lives matters dick enough. <clears throat> and how because there it's a joke of it but what what happened this is literally not kidding this is literally the first legitimate article i've seen from yahoo news in, in a, de a decade maybe i can't remember the last time from emma colton the black lives matter movement started a massive wave of americans uniting to call for defunding the police police and eradicating white supremacy to make positive changes for black americans yeah defunding the police is going to help out <clears throat> but experts Experts reflecting on the movement scorecard in 2022 say black America hasn't benefited. You had Obama. Y'all, it doesn't matter who the figurehead is, whether that's a president who happens to be a half black man or a, a uh, nonprofit or a movement like Black Lives Matter. If the solutions, if the um, <clears throat> prescriptions is the same thing, Bitch and whine, and don't get off your lazy ass and do anything about it. You're going to have the same results. You're, you're, and I know Yahoo News is is surprised. Oh, oh it didn't work. Oh, what happened? We burned a bunch of buildings down, and we almost defunded the police. Why haven't Black Lives improved? Because, <clears throat> as I said before, as evidenced by the scam gal who claimed to be helping out Black people. It's not meant to help out black people. It's to tug at your heartstrings to take money so they can enrich themselves. They don't care about you. <clears throat> I would argue that on balance, these communities are worse off because of Black Lives Matter overemphasizing the role of police. They've changed police behavior for the worse. The Manhattan Institute, Jason Riley, told Fox Digital News on a phone interview. In other words, police do become more cautious. They're less likely to get out of their cars and engage with people in the community to the extent that people are less proactive. The criminals have a run of the place. I mean, it's not right that what's his name died. And by the way, there's other, uh, George Floyd was just the latest. There were several people that have died under police custody, which requires additional police training, not burning your city down, but you want to get rid of, okay, fine. Want to get rid of the police? Oh, now the criminals have a running. It, it's really going to piss off. Not my audience of black people. You guys know a lot of you guys are cops. Matter of fact, I ran into a ton of uh, black officers over at Donovan Sharpsteel in Vegas. <clears throat> For those of you that hate the police, this would be regardless of your race. You need them more than they need you. You do. You need capitalists. You need producers. You need white. <gasps> Although that's rapidly changing in terms of production value and labor force participation. Right? But generally, you all need producers of society. You need law and order more than they need you. It's just true. All right? Your neighborhood is plagued with crime. You're not going to have fathers around. You're going to have a bunch of baby mamas. You're going to have a matriarchy. You're not going to raise your children. You're not going to discipline your children. You're not going to get jobs. You're going to send your kids off to school. You're not going to teach them ethics. You're not going to teach them responsibility. 
You're not going <clears> to <throat> start companies or anything like that. There's no employment prospects. Kids going to fall into drugs. Kids are going to get pissed off because they don't know where the dad is. And now you got a poor neighborhood. Now you got crime. Oh, but you, whoa, don't, don't snitch. Snitches get stitches. Don't get the, don't stop the, oh, don't talk to, fine. All right. And how's the finances? Has the, have we really closed the gap between uh, 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 blacks and not whites? I don't want to close the gap between blacks and whites. Why do you hate black people? No, you're not thinking big enough. You're not aiming high enough. You all, we all want to close the gaps between everyone and Asians. I want me some of that Asian money. I also want me some of that Asian life expectancy. I want to live to 115 years old. Right? <clears throat> I know everyone has a hate boner for white people. I got it. I got it. You're blinded. What are the Asians doing? <laughs> Did we close any gaps? Did your standards of living improve? Did your life expectancy improve? It didn't. But what the BLM people told me felt so good. Do you want to feel good or you want to do good? Which one do you want? It was so close, guys. It was so close. Again, Operation Evil. Uh, the city of Minneapolis, the citizens voted 52 to 48 to keep the police. They were only four points away from defunding the police. I'm not kidding. I And if I were to have the time and the money still be there, I would have done my darndest to get as many people to vote to defund the police in the Twin Cities. Because you guys deserve nothing less. You absolutely do deserve to get rid of the police. I'm with you. You should not have police. <laughs> Could you imagine? Be Arkham. It would be Arkham. <clears throat> uh, and, and as always, the black community suffers. Because no one wanted to tell them the truth. Uh, Riley noted that police brutality still exists. Bad cops exist. Well, what about criminals resisting arrest? Does that exist? With raising awareness about police misconduct. But he argued that BLM is over-focused on police. Take account that 97.98% of black homicides do not involve police at all. Dr. Carol Swain, retired professor of political science. Oh, here, here comes the critics. Uh, Vanderbilt University told Fox News Digital that an intelligent observer would be hard-pressed to identify any area in American society where BLM's activism has benefited the black community. It's not supposed to. It was a money grab. Look, forget BLM. That's a, a recent and, and relatively small and, and uh, young, very uh, uh, embryonic phenomenon, right? Let's talk the Democrat Party. Has the welfare state helped anyone who is poor? It hasn't. Hmm. Wasn't supposed to. It was to be to the benefit of Democrat politicians. Has not, I point out, name me one profit except for the March of Dimes that has actually solved the problem. <clears throat> Nonprofits are not there to solve the problem. Nonprofits are there for rich liberal white women to avoid real jobs so they can feel good about themselves. That's it. That's why nonprofits exist, at least in the United States, so rich liberal white women can feel good about themselves. I knew this is going almost 20 years ago. There is a gal, and in a very unethical, immoral way, um, to get money for the American Indian uh, communities, and because 
there, there's Indians, obviously, in Minnesota as well. Well, Minnesota is an Indian name. <clears throat> Lots of Indian names, actually. Uh, she wrote uh, lies, uh, fake um, sob letters about people who are in situations of poverty in the American Indian or the Minnesota Indian communities. Uh, various, but she was all fabricated whole to get money from some whatever government nonprofit organization. Did you know that the American Indian community is still dead last place when it comes to standards of living? We don't talk about much because they're not black and they're not as fancy or marketable. We don't get the clicks. But do you know they're still the poorest Americans of all the different groups of Americans? That didn't help. You know what did get some American Indians out of poverty? Casinos. Capitalism winning again. I, but boy, it sure felt good, right? Sure felt good. Anyway, she's a rich white girl. Dad was rich. Husband's rich. Just a despicable person. But she felt good. Didn't get one American Indian out of poverty. Not one. Sure felt good. That's what it is. You guys got to wake up. It's for rich white women to feel good about themselves. And when you finally understand largely for the welfare state to get Democrats reelected to make them rich and to make liberal white women, rich white women feel better about themselves. When you realize that's why a welfare state nonprofits exist, then you'll understand, oh, that's why, whatever, the children are still hungry, the black people are still poor, the American Indians still live in filth, bobbity, 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 bob. But y'all, you just can't get over that feeling. You just, man, you love feeling better. You love that pride. You love the feel goods more than you want to be not poor. <laughs> You'd rather live in filth and squalor and have a miserable life than inconveniently believe, believe an uncomfortable truth. Then change your life a little bit for the better. Okay, that's fine. I'm almost dead anyway. Uh, continuing on. Uh, what BLM has done is pervert the criminal justice system by engaging in activities that result in a growing trend of trials by media. BLM has initiated juries, intimidated juries and juries and judges. Leaders have no interest in due process, presumption of innocence. Ba ba ba. Quiddle George Zimmerman, fatal shooting of Trayvon Martin. Black Lives Matter rang out uh, protests. Yeah, it's been around for what, 10 years? I'm sure if I pull up uh, household wealth as a percentage of Asian household wealth, the black community has not improved adjusting for inflation life expectancy as a percentage of Asian life expectancy has not improved. Um, defund blah, blah, blah guys. It's just, it was just a money grab. It was just a money grab too bad. He didn't get in on it too bad. <clears throat> All right. There are other articles of different Black Lives Matter people getting arrested and, oh, shock, they took the money and ran and didn't pay taxes on it, but you guys believed it. I think we're all caught up. We're done. All right. Uh, buy my books. You can go to Amazon.com. Search for Aaron Clary. Got my books out there. Questions, assholeconsulting.com. Take a look at my book, How Not to Become a Millennial. Great book. The Pence Principle, uh, advertised by Randall Bentwick. Uh, Bentwick. We talked about economic. Oh, Pushing Robert Downhill. This is my buddy Adam Pickett. He's podcasting again now. You can check that out. Uh, also, since we talked about black poverty, get my book, The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, because I hate black people. 
Poor Rich's retirement. Be be do be do. Boo ba boo da boo. All right, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys later. Toodles. <laughs>